0: This poor young woman looked at me confused. She was trying to help me, and she said, I have no idea what you're asking me to do. It was a few years back, and I had asked her to Xerox an article. You know, make a copy. Ah, as she scampered off to do that, I made a mental note never to say Xerox again, And I instantly felt older. So, if Xerox is a new word for you today in whatever crossword puzzle or word games you may play, you're welcome. But what you've gotta know is that Xerox, back in the late 1970s, was dominant. They owned the copier market. So much that their brand was synonymous with copies. Worldwide, Xerox had 40,000 sales and service people. Even more, though, Xerox back in 1979 had a ton of patents on the technology for microcomputers. For example, Xerox packed this little device that back in 79, they didn't know if they were going to use it all, and it was called the mouse. They, this company, they were poised to be the goat, the greatest of all time in the technology world. Today, they still sell copiers, and most people don't know much about them. It's so easy to lose focus on what really matters.
1: Some people came down from Judea, teaching the family of believers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom we've received from Moses, you can't be saved. Paul and Barnabas took sides against these Judeans and argued strongly against their position.
0: Jews had survived as a people, Through nearly a century of exile, then being conquered by Alexander the Great and then the Romans, of having Jerusalem, the holy city, destroyed completely twice, they survived as a people by holding on to their identity, to practices like circumcision. Having festivals, parties, and holidays that kept people together. And by the teachings of the Torah, the first five books of the Bible that Jews and Christians share. For hundreds of years, this, these touchstones, they are what got people through. Now, that they were being, now they were being told that one of the keys of the success of their survival in the past, that key was now holding them back. And of course, that, that went over like a lead balloon. Xerox saw the first real challenge to its copier business from Kodak and IBM. And they were ready for that challenge. They expected it. What they didn't see right away was the Japanese competition from the companies like Ricoh and Canon. Those companies began to make smaller, cheaper copiers. Ricoh today is the largest copier company in the world. But looking back, Xerox didn't lose its place by being stupid or complacent. Not at all. They came back with smaller, cheaper copiers of their own. Xerox was out to beat the Japanese at their own game. They retrained their workforce using Japanese management
1: techniques. And by 1987, Xerox was back. Some believers from among the Pharisees stood up and claimed the Gentiles must be circumcised. They must be required to keep the law from Moses. The apostles and the elders gathered to consider this matter. After much debate, Peter stood and addressed them. Fellow believers, you know that early on God chose me from among you as the one through whom the Gentiles would hear the word of the gospel and come to believe. God, who knows people's deepest thoughts and desires, confirmed this by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them, but purified their deepest thoughts and desires through faith. Why, then, are you now challenging God by placing a burden on the shoulders of these disciples that neither we nor our ancestors could bear? On the contrary, we believe that we and they are saved in the same way, by the grace of the Lord Jesus.
0: Jewish Christians saw this whole fight over circumcision as essential because things like that were a key reason for their success at survival in the past. And Gentile Christians weren't out to destroy Judaism. It was the religion of Jesus. To reinterpret and reform, yes. But to destroy, no. Anyway, this debate continued for years. Jewish Christians thought that they were fighting a battle for their own survival as a people. And Gentile Christians were fighting for their full inclusion. The problem was, that the rest of the world was moving on and had other issues. 1987, Xerox had adapted and beat back their competition. The problem was that copiers were no longer the center of the technology world. Yet Xerox had all those patents. The the Macintosh was using their mouse technology. They developed Ethernet, object-oriented programming. They developed the same same format that you're using to store images on your cameras right now. All of that came from Xerox. But Xerox's focus was on fighting a battle over copiers. And they had lost their focus on the world around them. It's so easy for this to happen. How many businesses had to pivot this last year just to stay in business? Even if you had the tastiest food around, if you were a restaurant that didn't do delivery or pickup, you're probably not open now. Churches, same deal. Retail, same deal. You see it in politics, too. People focused on debating issues from our past rather than looking to the needs of this moment. It's not enough to just hold fast to what you know, what you're good at. You also have to know your why, why you exist. Xerox thought that it was a Copier company and all that computer stuff, that was all just peripheral. They thought that until they became peripheral. After decades of arguing, Jewish and Gentile Christians thought that the debate was over inclusivity, and that was what they were about. They were about this debate. And they thought that until the Romans started killing them all indiscriminately. And then, sadly, they decided they needed to separate one from the other.
1: When Barnabas and Paul also fell silent, James responded, fellow believers, listen to me. Simon reported how, in his kindness, God came to the Gentiles in the first place to raise them up Raise up from them a people of God. The prophet's words agree with this, as it is written After this, I will return and I will rebuild David's fallen tent. I will rebuild what has been torn down. I will restore it so that the rest of humanity will seek the Lord, even the Gentiles who belong to me. The Lord says this, the one who does these things, known from the earliest times.
0: What James did there was to try to resolve the debate by keeping the core values that were once spoken to Abraham in the earliest times. Words spoken to a person far before Judaism or Christianity existed. God told him to be a blessing to all the families of the earth not just the people of any particular nation or ethnicity, but to all people. Not just to people who imagine God in a certain way, but to all people. Not just people on any side of a human divide, but to bless all people. How do you live in a way that blesses? The pandemic is forcing everyone to consider how we come back. How we rebuild what has been torn down. After a year of isolation, I'm being choosy about how I'm going to reengage. What will I invest my time and money into? Now my why, my my reason for existing is, is tied up with my baptism and this call to be a blessing. So I'm trying to consider where in my life I do that most effectively. And where am I focused on routines and practices that may not be helping me anymore? It's not enough just to hold fast to what you know even what you're good at. You have to look around at the needs around you. What do the families of this earth need today? What would bless them? And if you want to know the why for being church, what the, what the why is today, it's simple. Be a blessing and never a curse. In the next few weeks, you are invited to be a part of this church community's town hall conversations, which are about that. If our why is to be a blessing, how do we do that most effectively? How might you fit into that? These are important questions for this moment. And I hope that you use this time to think deeply about Your why, your core reason for existing. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, this is a pivotal moment. There is much that needs to be restored, rebuilt. Guide us in this moment to where we most need to be in a world that has changed. Guide us to be a blessing in the way that you have asked people to be from the earliest time. Speak, Lord. We're listening. Amen.